This is Today in History, January the 14th. On this day in 1784, the United States ratifies the Treaty of Paris, ending the Revolutionary War. Britain then followed suit in April of that year. Also on this day in 1898, author Charles Ludwig Dodgson, better known as Alice in Wonderland creator Lewis Carroll, dies in Surrey, England, less than two weeks before his 66th birthday. Also on this day in 1954, Marilyn Monroe marries Joe DiMaggio in the ultimate all-American romance. The tall, handsome hero of the country's national pastime captures the heart of the beautiful, glamorous Hollywood star. But the brief, volatile marriage of Marilyn Monroe and Joe DiMaggio, the couple wed on this day in 1954, barely got past the honeymoon before cracks began to show in its brilliant veneer. While Monroe and DiMaggio were on their honeymoon in Japan, Monroe was asked to travel to Korea and perform for the American soldiers stationed there. She complied, leaving her unhappy husband in Japan. After they returned to the United States, tension continued to build, particularly around DiMaggio's discomfort with his wife's sexy image. One more memorable blow-up occurred in September on the New York set of Billy Wilder's The Seven-Year Itch, as Monroe filmed the now-famous scene in which she stands on a subway grate with air blowing up her skirt. A crowd of onlookers and press gathers. Wilder himself, the director, had reportedly arranged the media attention. As her skirt blows up again and again, the crowd cheers, and DiMaggio, who was on the set becomes irate. Ooh, do you feel the breeze from the subway? Also on this day in 1970, Diana Ross and the Supremes performed their final concert. They were the most successful American pop group in the 1960s, a group whose 12 number one hits in the first full decade of the rock and roll era places them behind only Elvis and the Beatles in terms of chart dominance. They helped to find the very sound of the 60s, but like fellow icons the Beatles and Simon and Garfunkel, they came apart in the first year of the 70s. The curtain closed for good on Diana Ross and the Supremes on this day back in 1970 at the Frontier Hotel in Las Vegas. And on this day in 1973, the undefeated Miami Dolphins beat the Washington Redskins in Super Bowl VII. Despite their perfect regular season record, Coach Don Shula's Miami Dolphins were three-point underdogs in the game. The Redskins came to the Super Bowl with an 11-3 regular season record and playoff victories over the Green Bay Packers and the Dallas Cowboys, who had defeated Miami in the previous year's Super Bowl. Washington was led by quarterback Billy Kilmer, while Shula gave the starting nod to quarterback Bob Greasy over the 38-year-old Earl Morrell, who had led the Dolphins to nine consecutive victories after Greasy broke his ankle in the fifth game of the season. A measure of excitement entered the game in the late fourth quarter when the Dolphins kicker, Garo Yepremian, botched a field goal attempt, then tried to throw a 42-yard pass after his kick was blocked. Redskins cornerback Mike Bass intercepted the pass and ran 49 yards to the end zone for his team's only touchdown with two minutes and seven seconds left in the game. And this kick is blocked. Yepremian has it. <laughs> Throws a pass up with the ball. It's Mike Bass. He's running away for a touchdown. In general, however, the Miami defense, despite lacking any big-name stars, remained impenetrable throughout the game, harassing Kilmer and holding the Redskins to a total of 228 yards. Miami safety Jake Scott, who caught two of three Dolphins interceptions, was voted the game's most valuable player, and his team wrapped up their 17th straight victory for the first and only undefeated season in NFL history. Kula has won his Super Bowl. The Miami Dolphins 
have defeated the Washington Redskins. Now the clock, there's a gun. And Miami has won Super Bowl seven. The final score, Miami 14 and Washington 7. This story we never would have read had it not been for the head of David Tyree, the New York Giants wide receiver who caught the ball off his noggin to ruin the Patriots' spectacular undefeated season, leaving Miami as still the only undefeated team in NFL history as they take Super Bowl Seven, January the 14th, 1973, on this day in history.